Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. years right up till that Friday and it all went downhill she lived without a warning low not even a budget live not so live baby Mike's hot Mike's hot so for me one I sound just like the guy singing this is it is it strange to dance and sing to your own song? Is it? I don't think so because I love this song when I wrote it. So that is uh, Luke Duncan, one side of goodbye. And you know, I decided, I decided something this week. You know, I love music, I love fishing, I love life. And uh, I'm thinking on this YouTube thing and 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 podcast thing and all that, I, I need to be I need to be bringing bringing the the Luke Duncan music back. I, I need to be writing some new tunes. I need to be spreading the uh, spreading the word about the songs I wrote so many years ago that I'm so very proud of. So that album is available on iTunes. Looking at you, camera. Yeah, you heard that. If you're just listening to Low Budget Live. This will be available in a video version where you can watch me talk crap about the fishing industry uh, right there on the YouTube, Luke Duncan's Traveling Circus YouTube Extravaganza. Thank you so much if you're already subscribed. If you're not, I'm looking at you. If you're not, then you better be. If you're not, then you better be. See that? You see that? 
So, uh, I mean, this is very, it's a, it's a historic day. It is a monumental day for Low Budget Live. This is the first, wow, that was really loud when I did that. This is the first podcast from the new Low Budget Live Bar and Grill. Yeah, let's hear it. And I'm by myself today. So no low budget live. We got some big things planned for in here, but uh, gonna do a little little tour of this uh, this new space. It's kind of echoey, very echoey. But uh, super proud of this. Super proud of the job that uh, my my new brother uh, Zach Brown, not chicken fried Zach Brown, but Zach Brown, Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Zach did us a solid on this place. Just burped into the microphone. But I got a couch moved in up here, got the bar, we're sitting at the bar, got the new mic stand. I I can't tell you how excited I am to be doing this from this this space. On the other side of this wall, uh, we've got the Triple Threat's daughter, Harper. Uh, We built her a bedroom. And uh, my partner in crime, y'all know Harper, um, she's at college. And uh, I'm sad about it. She hasn't been home in like two and a half weeks. She's coming home uh, this weekend. And she hasn't seen any of this, so I'm gonna probably try to try to jump on a podcast with Harper and and talk about some uh, what's been going on, what's been going on in Harper's life, and and maybe you know open it up to uh, Urban Dictionary with Harper, where we talk about things like uh, Thunderbolt, like what what the hell is a Thunderbolt? Looking at you, Major League Fishing, what's a Thunderbolt? The Thunderbolt ball that made me laugh. Anyways. Uh, just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Just kidding. It could be in the Urban Dictionary, though. A thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. Red Crest. All these, all these names that are made up. I guess the Bassmaster Classic sounded weird when it first came out, too. At least they're trying to be original. I don't know. FLW's got the cup. You know, FLW cup. So, I don't know. Lots going on in the fishing world. Lots going on in the, uh, in, in the world of professional angling and red crest was last week Evan evers won it and um i didn't keep up a ton i, I watched some of it I, I i talked more to uh friends of mine that were there boots on the ground boots on the ground and uh you know they didn't have a big crowd but it's first year it's first year um so you know it, it wasn't a Bassmaster classic crowd, but you know, that's a that's that thing's been going over 50 years or whatever, however long, long time. Um, but but it's you know, I still think people want to see fish getting weighed in. I still, I still think that's the that's the deal. I think that hurts them. Um, they'll make some changes for next year though, and you know, I don't, I don't see it going away. I don't think it's going to fail. I see people's you know, internet chatter about that. Um, and like I say, all, every time I talk about this, I've got a lot of dear friends that are over there, and I wish them nothing but the best. And I love those guys, love them, and uh, them and their families. And you know, so not speaking ill of it um, at all. I hope it exceeds everybody's expectations. Um, but I would say it was underwhelming this year. 
if I had an opinion, I would say it was very underwhelming. I think it was underwhelming for the sponsors. I think it was underwhelming for about half the fishing fans out there. And I think that it created confusion. And by splitting up all the trails, you know, and now we got three trails for now. And uh, I think it's, I don't know, I think there were a lot of positive things that came out of year one on the Bass Pro Tour. I do. Um, I like a lot of things they did. Uh, top of the list would be no entry fees. That's incredible for the anglers. But, you know, there was a lot of hate and a lot of uh, controversy and a lot of chatter and a lot of things that came out of it this year. And, uh, and it's not ending. The controversy and the, and the talk and the chatter. We're entering our second fall in a row where they're dead center bullseye, uh, you know, target. Of, of all the fishing gossip and the internet chatter and um, Facebook and whatnots, your your forums. I don't even know if people get on forums anymore. Um, I'm sure they do. I've never been a big forum guy. Fat Bass 387. These guys suck at fishing. I've never been that guy. Uh, but never been on a forum. Shout out to you if you like forums. Uh, I used to get on the Bass Fishing homepage and read fishing reports when I was in college. Shout out to the Bass Fishing homepage. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. But um, anyways, yeah, um, I think that MLF has, you know, really got FLW like this. Right in the crosshairs. If you're listening, I just did something cool. Go to YouTube if you want to see it. What I just did right there it was pretty uh, pretty dynamic. But uh I feel like that deal is going to happen. Um, it is Thursday, August 29th, 2019. And from from uh, a birdie from high top, high top, um, the MLF mountain um, have speaketh the news that uh, I think I think they may uh, – be getting closer to something with FLW. I don't know. I personally don't know. That's all hearsay. But it sounds pretty uh, interesting. Sounds pretty interesting. Just smack that mic stand. Smack that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, I've talked about it many times on here. I don't know how that makes me feel. I don't know uh, where that puts me. As a professional angler on the FLW Tour, I don't know where it puts all my friends. I don't know where it puts any of the guys that have been loyal to FLW for, uh, you know, several years. All I can hope is if something like that does happen, that uh, a lot of the amazing people at FLW that have been like family to guys like myself, um, that they stay and that they get an opportunity to still work with the organization and that there aren't too many changes. Is that wishful thinking? I don't know. You know, businesses get bought out, things change, ownership, you know, budgets and blah, 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 all this business stuff. And and, uh, you never know. You never know. Uh, Is it a good move for MLF? Yes, because they need a feeder system. Uh, Nothing better than the TH Marine BFLs and the the Costa Series and all that. Um, Will it suck to see the FLW Tour turned into a, quote, triple A series? Yes, it will. I don't think that's uh, 
it's not fair to guys like David Dudley and Brian Thrift and Scott Martin and John Cox and these legendary anglers that fish the tour. And, you know, you, you look last year, you had Mark Roses and Scott Suggs and Anthony Gagliardi's and, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And we lost some guys to the elite series, but these guys are as good or better than most of the bass fishermen in the, in the country, you know, that you're naming there. And, it's going to be interesting if this deal happens. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know what else is interesting? You know what else is interesting? Ethanol. Ethanol is interesting. Um, it's a tricky little bugger. It is. Ethanol will ruin your stuff uh, really quick. Anything with a, with that uses gas, whether that be your lawnmower, your weed eater, uh, your outboard engine, your outboard engine, your vehicle. Startron takes care of that. Startron kicks it right in the face. Startron enzyme fuel treatment right there. A little dab will do you. Look at this big bottle. This big bottle right here. This is a 16 ounce. Whole 16 ounce hitter right there. And 16 ounces. Let's read right here. How many How many uh, gallons this will treat here, guys? This treats 256 gallons of fuel. This bottle. 256 gallons. It's got this handy grip on the side as well. Startron, bringing you low budget live. Really appreciate the folks at Startron and really appreciate this product. I use it uh, in my side-by-side UTV, whatever you want to call those things. Um, Use it in that. I use it in my weed eater. Use it in chainsaws. Use it in the boat. Use it in the truck. They got it. They got a diesel formula. formula. Uh, Starbright, Startron, rocking you out with some low budget live not so live this week in the new low budget live bar and grill studios. Um, we've only had one drink at this bar so far, me and the triple threat. We, uh, we, we did have a drink one night this week at the bar just to uh, make sure it was up to, uh, up to speed, but there's going to be a lot that goes down right here from a low budget live standpoint. Um, what you can't see behind the camera here, 55 inch, flat screen tv on the wall pretty pumped about that we're gonna we're gonna have that pulled up uh for youtubes for the youtubes while we're doing some lbls got some guests that are gonna come here now and it's just a fun space man it, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be cool gotta figure out kind of the ebb and flow and how it's gonna work and and all that jazz but um super excited about the space so thanks for uh, thanks to Startron for supporting this. Thanks to you guys for listening. Thank you to listening. So for listening, let, let's get back to uh, let's get back to the task at hand here. And um, you know, I, I don't want to run anybody down the road. I don't, and and I and I'm not out here spreading um, spreading the the gossip. I'm not trying to spread the gossip. I'm just telling you what's. Uh, What's what's roaming around out there? What's what's peeking out from under the the the, the bed? What what's what's looking, trying to uh, you know see see what's happening? Hey 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 FLW, hey Bill Taylor, hey hey Bill, hey uh, hey FLW tour. What, what y'all got going on over there? That's MLF talking. I don't I don't know how MLF would sound. Yeah, peeking over there. So and then you know. Check yes or no. They're writing them notes. Like when you're in when you were a kid in school and you're like, 
Will you will you let us buy you? Check yes or no. Slide it over there. Slide it over there. Um, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, I'd like to know everybody's opinion that listens to this. If you drop it in the comments on YouTube or you send me a message, uh, DM, as the kids say, on Instagram, what's your opinion of it? You know, for me on MLF, like the championship round, and I got a ton of friends in it, and I was, I was watching the score tracker deal. And, um, you know, once Edwin got a sizable lead, I was just, I dipped out. You know, I was like, well, Edwin won 300 grand. Good for Edwin. And, um, Everybody that made the top ten made a made a good chunk of change, and it was awesome. It was awesome to see a no entry fee trail like all that. Were you know all those things were were certainly positives, but I, I don't know, man. I, I think that there'll be changes to the format for next year. I'm hearing that. Um, what would you like to see change in the format to better suit you? You know, do they go to a ten fish thing, or uh, you know, fish over four pounds awarded something different as far as points or whatever concern i don't know i just think that um a lot of people really love it and it is it's 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 cutting edge stuff technology wise their broadcasts were great shout out to jt kenny um you know they've got the firepower i just think they've got to fine-tune the product do i have an answer for it no but i wasn't the one that tried to start a new professional bass fishing trail so i don't have to have i can critique it armchair quarterback it but uh i know what's worked in the past and they went polar opposite but i think anytime something is new you have to give it a chance and i'm not knocking the uh you know people are like mostly little fish well i've talked about that on here before shut up with that you know freaking jacob wheeler catches 87 fish that's cool to me like i todd castle down and i have argued about it a couple times but um that's cool to me that's cool to me. That's a freaking banner day, right? Like, that's as good as it gets. That's, that's. I mean, yeah, you didn't catch a bunch of five-pounders, but, dude, that's that's crazy. That's almost impossible to do, too, you know, with stopping and weighing them and all that good stuff. So, 87 bass was crazy. So, you know, Zach Bird's the first couple of days of that Red Crest deal, dude, he just was like, hey, watch this, <laughs> and called a ton. And it was cool. I watched on Score Tracker. I didn't get to see much of their live coverage, but I had some stuff going on. Um, on the other hand of things, you had a Bassmaster Elite Series going on at the same time, if you were aware of that. And uh, my buddy Gussie, shout out to Gussie, Jeff Gustafson, uh, ended up finishing second up there um, to Jamie Hartman, who's won twice this year. Uh, but, you know, I found myself when I had – a free minute, and this is no no shot at anybody. I had myself and I, I had time to watch either or, especially when Gussie was leading, and Gussie is a buddy of mine. I think the world of him. I found myself watching, and I'm buddies with everybody. You know, a lot of guys, and I found myself watching Bass Live. You know, because they were catching big ones. They were. They were catching. You know, Gussie had 25 pounds. Like it was just cool. Big largemouth up north. You know, they weighed an eight-pounder up there the first day on a lake in New York. Like, that's all That's all cool storylines for me. And I, I found myself checking their standards. I was checking both. I was checking both. But I found myself watching their live coverage um, a little more just to see bigger fish. Like, it was cool. And, and the techniques they were using and everything, it was just – I don't know. I, I think I enjoyed uh, – now, I didn't get to watch either one of them on the final day. I didn't, I didn't watch either one. Um – 
But I did check Score Tracker out, you know, for the MLF stuff. But I, I would, I, I say this, you know, bass is an interesting story this year because all their guys left, you know, all their guys left, and now we're almost finished with the year, and I feel like they survived it. Um, their weigh-in crowds have been huge for most of the venues they've been to. I've got friends that have been there. Boots on the ground. And I don't know, man. I think they survived it because of one thing. One thing. And that's brand name. In this country, we are very brand conscious. We are very brand loyal. And I keep smacking my dang head on this on this microphone right here. We are very, very brand loyal. And... If Bassmaster comes to your town, take Waddington, New York. They've been there several times. They get a gigantic crowd up there on the St. Lawrence River. It doesn't matter who's there, dude. It doesn't. It doesn't matter who's there. It doesn't matter if it's Kevin Van Dam or Kevin Swanson. Shout out to Kevin Swanson. Uh, it doesn't matter. The people see Bassmaster term. It's it's a household name. Bassmaster. It's Bass man. The Bassmasters in town. Because I would dare say that in Lacrosse, Wisconsin, where they had the Red Crest, most elite championship of all time, the Red Crest, Major League Fishing, the crowd they had, because they had all the vendors, all the boat companies, uh, all the pros, big names, big names. And from what I understand about the crowd, it was not anything overwhelming. And I think that goes to show you what that household name does. Now, will MLF be a household name in another three or four years? Probably. Probably. Um, I think they'll get rich or die trying, like 50 Cent says. Shout out to my boy, 50 Cent. Um, but I, I think that, you know, it's it's almost impossible for them to fail. There's too many, you know, hands in the, in the cookie jar for that one to fail. And too many smart businessmen, right? But I dare say... What if you had a Bassmaster Elite Series event in that town? What would the crowd look like? You know, a regular season event with a big expo. I don't know. It would be interesting to see. Um, and there are certain parts of the country. I would also argue that lacrosse is not the best place to, to be fair, to judge them on a crowd. Had it been in Birmingham and they don't have a crowd, then you got a problem. Then, then you hit the panic button a little bit. You know, Knoxville, like where we saw the classic, huge crowds, biggest crowds. You know, the, the booths I worked there, insanity. Um, you know, if you don't have a crowd in some of those areas, you got an issue. You got an issue. Um, so time will tell. Time will tell the whole deal. But, but that Bassmaster... Name And it's been like that against FLW for years, right? They're the household name. The Forestwood Cup, FLW Cup, whatever we're calling it now, FLW Cup, is a very prestigious bass fishing event. Anybody that tells you they don't care if they win it or not, or they wouldn't care to have that trophy and that check, you know, it paid a million dollars at one point in the sport, still pays 300 grand. It's insane. Big, nice, shiny cup, one of three prestigious championships in the sport of fishing. Four, including the BFL American. I'll throw that one in there. But I, 
I dare say that there's there's never been a cup as far as attendance and as far and I've been to several I've been to I can speak on this because I have been there um, there are not a lot of FLW cups that can compare to the classic attendance wise at the expo um, because the classic's a classic you know it's that brand name Bassmaster man the Bassmaster classics here so I think that, that FLW's always struggled with that. They've had incredible turnouts, though. Don't get me wrong. Incredible events. Um, TH Marine, speaking from, from my personal experience, TH Marine, the year Justin Atkins won, Columbia, South Carolina, you know, those were amazing cups. The Birmingham Cups, amazing cups. Uh, Lake Lanier Cups, amazing cups. Uh, the last two have been kind of lackluster. Hot Springs didn't really show out crowd-wise, but, you know, from my business standpoint with TH, when we were at the Columbia, South Carolina Classic, we sold as much as we normally sell at a Bassmaster Classic in the spring. So FLW's always had that potential, but it's still a marquee event in the sport that people are paying attention to, the weigh-ins in the arena. It's a first-class freaking top-notch event, but it's not Bassmasters. It's not. And it's just the name. It's just the name. Are the fishermen any better? No. No. No, because are they any better than the guys on the FLW Tour? No. Are they any better than the guys on the Bass Pro Tour? No. I mean, it's, you can argue a million different ways on this stuff and argue in the comments if you want to argue. Don't argue with me. But you can argue it however you want to argue it, but you see guys now that, that Bass sniped from FLW, went to Bassmaster, and now they're the top dogs over there competing against the guys that are left. Um, that didn't go MLF and, and you know, Canterbury's the leading angler of the year, you know, and, and almost all of us on FLW Tour is like, yeah, Canterbury will go over there and shake things up, and so will the Johnstons, and so will Matt Airy, and so will Brandon Cobb, and so will Shane LeHue, and so far, and Gussie, and so far, that's what they've done. They've gone over there and caught them, and uh, those guys are all off the tour, so, but it's that, it's that household name. Branding is so huge. Think about Yeti. Think about a company like this. Shout out. Get, get at me, Yeti. Get at your boy. I need a tumbler to hold when I do the sales pitch. But think about a company like Yeti in that, uh, dude, people just buy their shirts that don't even own a cooler or can afford a cooler or whatever you want to say. Like people buy their clothing. They wear their de- yeah, wear. They put their decals on the on the backs of their trucks. But you know they were genius in. Hey man, we got these high end coolers. Let's do these cups, these tumblers. Everybody will carry one of those. It's amazing what that company's done. But it's branding. It's branding. Are there fourteen other brands of coolers out there that are just as nice? Yep. Are there fourteen tumblers that you can get at Walmart for nine ninety nine? Yep. Are you still going to buy the Yeti? Yep. <laughs> It's just we are a very brand-conscious society. We are. So I think Bass survived the uh, the shot over the bow. Time will tell. Time will tell. With sponsors, it's it's a lot of uh, a lot of sponsors are in a contract year with Bass right now, uh, just as they are with FLW. I think my air conditioner just kicked on. That was kind of kind of crazy, kind of loud. Um, but it's 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 an interesting year 
it's a contract year for a lot of people. So will people resign some of the big sponsors? Are they going to go BPT? There's not enough money in this pie. This is a fishing pie right here. I wish it was. I'm doing the fat ass challenge again, by the way. Started four days ago because the triple threat looked at me and said I need to get healthy. So here we go. Um, but I wish this was a pie. But the fishing pie is only so big, and there are only so many endemic sponsors within the industry. And that dollar is only going to be stretched so far. It's only going to be stretched so far. And eventually, especially if the if, if we go into a little bit of a recession, which a lot of people think we're going to, it's an election year, yada, yada, yada. The sales are down on things. Um, it's an interesting time. They're not going to be able to sponsor all three trails. They're not going to be able to sponsor guys that fish all three trails. Um, individuals that fish each trail, not guys that fish all three because you can't do that. But it, it's it's a very, very, very interesting time. Um, I think you're seeing a shift. I think we have seen a shift. I think that as professional anglers, and I'll include myself in this, we ignored that shift. We were arrogant in ignoring the shift. And there are a lot of the guys that are still ignoring it. And that is the shift to social media and YouTube anglers. And these guys like the Guggen Squad, guys like Tyler Anderson, guys like Ben Milliken, um, and countless others, and no offense to anybody I left. Like I don't, I don't know it as well. I'm, I'm getting more and more involved. There's a ton of good ones out there. Shout out to my boy Darian, D Money. Darian is fishing. But dude, the, these people have millions of fans, like millions of fans. And you can argue it however you want to argue it. But the proof's in the numbers. The proof's in the numbers. And I dare say that at, at no point. And this is not a knock on it, but at no point in Kevin Van Dam, who is his top of the mountain as far as anybody we've ever seen in this sport, success, promotionally, signature series, blah, 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 whole nine. He's never had a million fans. Never. How many Facebook followers he got? How many Instagram followers he got? Like, he's never had a million fans. The, the Most of the guys in that, quote, Guggen squad have a million subscribers that, that watch their videos. Scott Martin, 400,000 subscribers just on YouTube. He made that shift. He made that shift. Can everybody make that shift? Nope. Nope. But is it a gigantic segment of this fishing market? More than people want to admit that fish tournaments professionally? <laughs> you damn right. You damn right. It is. Um, it's huge, man. It's huge. Buying power, you know, or or you know, a lot of the YouTube fans are they kids? Yep. Is that the future of fishing? Yep. Is the fan base for professional tournaments aging? Yep. It is. You know, my dad is sixty years old. He he can't tell you any dang thing about the Guggen squad. He doesn't care. He still keeps up with tournaments. Hates MLF, by the way. Doesn't like the format. Like the television show, doesn't like the Bass Pro Tour. Doesn't like what they did. Still likes Five Fish, for what it's worth, if you're listening, Boyd. But, my dad, my dad's going to get things changed. But, Marty D. Big shout to Marty. So, 
there is a shift. There's a definitive shift going on, and these kids are buying tackle. They're buying the Guggen baits, buying them. They're buying six cents baits because of Ben Milliken. They're getting exposed to fishing. They can put a GoPro on their chest, go to their pond, and do what those guys do without having an $85,000 bass boat or feeling the need to. Sad but true. Professional bass fishing is doing this a little bit right now. It's too confusing, too much going on. People are content hungry. www.youtube.com Content for days. Content for days. And they're not plugging 40 sponsors. They're not feeding you crap, so to speak. I don't know, man. There's a shift going on. Is there a place for both of it? Absolutely. And you hope that the people that are the people, the, the younger generation that's on YouTube, you hope that they turn into boat buyers. You know, me personally, I, I make a living selling selling boat parts for TH Marine. I hope they all turn into boat buyers because it is a dying segment. Boat sales are, are bass boat sales are as low as they've been in the last 25 years. We're still building a lot of them, but they all cost 80000 and and not as many people can be involved. So I hope they all turn into boat buyers down the road. They're buying a lot of fishing tackle. They're buying a lot of fishing licenses. They're supporting the, the sport. They're showing up in numbers when these people do meetups. Brian Latimer is another one. B-Lat, you know, killing it, man, killing it. Yeah, his tournament game is strong. Yes, he won this year, but he had already established himself on YouTube. He could walk away tomorrow and still be Brian Latimer. I'm just saying that as professional anglers, over the years, we have been too arrogant. We think we're worth too much to sponsors. We think we control the industry. And you're seeing in this shift, no, no, we don't. No, we don't. There are a few guys moving the needle. The rest of them, dude, and there'll be a lot of people offended by this. The rest of them are just wearing a jersey, thinking they're moving the needle. They don't want to work hard. They think because they fish a professional trail and they put a logo on a jersey and they put a logo on a boat, they don't have to do anything. You're getting outworked. You're getting outworked. And you're getting outworked by 20-year-old kids on YouTube that make you look bad because you don't do anything. And now, though, you're seeing this shift. In this shift, you're seeing pros, hey, man, swipe up to see my YouTube channel. And I'm no different. I'm no different, right? We're broadcasting this on YouTube. I'm no different. I've dabbled in a little bit, but now I'm serious about it. And you're seeing that. Hey, man, I got a YouTube channel. And these are the same guys I've talked to that make fun of YouTubers. Quote, YouTubers. Stupid, Ill, you know, irrelevant. Nah. I think we're all finding out that's not the case. So the, this, this thing's a, a freaking Category 5 hurricane of, uh, of crazy right now, you know. Of crazy I have uh, I got a call Right here from a guy I'm going to put him on the spot He just called me Brian the Carpenter You are on Low Budget Live Not So Live (laughs) Right now Woo How about it Ladies and gentlemen 
the first caller we've ever had in the new low-budget live bar and grill that we built in the garage. What's up, BTC? Right. You're the first one. This is the first podcast out here. I have my phone on Do Not Disturb. I looked down to see if I had any calls, and BTC called, and I was like, you know what? Fixing to surprise her. And you're not even going to believe this right now. Cody Myers calling in. Hang on. We're going we're gonna to get crazy. Hang on. Please hold. Cody. Hey, what's up, buddy? You're on the phone with Brian the Carpenter and me on Low Budget Live, Not So Live, the first ever uh, Low Budget Live from uh, my new studio. Quote, and I say studio because it's low budget. I built a bar in my garage. So. The bar, dude. What do you got? What do you have at that bar right now to drink? Man? Well, I got a bottle of Star in front of me right now because Low Budget Live, as we all know, is brought to you by Star But I got the Tito's in the back, though, boy. Hey, is, that orga- is that organic or what? Tito's is organic and gluten free. Is what it says on the uh, on the pack. I'm saying the Star the Star Oh, uh, organic. Um, I don't know, man. I I don't. It says right here on the on the label, danger harmful if swallowed. So okay. I think you want to steer clear of that, Cody. So Cody, you know Brian the Carpenter, right? Oh yeah. What's up, man? Not much, bro. What are you up to? I'm actually in uh in line right now to uh splash the splash the Uncle Ronnie. We got a little Thursday night Ooh. going on. So, so for those of you listening that don't follow Brian the Carpenter, I'm sure you do. You probably listen to me because you listen to them at some point, uh, and they sent you this way. Brian has this boat build he did with TH Marine that was a bass tracker that is the most pimped out bass tracker you'll ever see in your life, and it has a Torquedo electric motor on it, and this thing is freaking stellar, dude. dude Tell- it's a cheat code, man. <laughs> it's a cheat code? <laughs> oh, my God, because we're, we're, we're almost all electric-only lakes in South Jersey or, or all of the state, so... Uh, yeah, it's it's unfair. It's my uh, my torpedo tracker gets me up and down the lake all day. <laughs> <laughs> this torpedo tracker got me up and down and got my back. Torpedo and... tracker got me up and down the lake all day with no so, problems. Yeah. With no yeah. problems. Cody, before I hang up, real quick. Um, yeah. Two two ICAS ago, I was fishing with some guys in the ICAS Cup. And and I and I, sh- I I exploded a rod. I was using a might have been a halo, I'm not sure, but on a hook set. Shout out to Halo. I tried to, I, I tried to bring that rod home through the airport, and I ended up with too much stuff in my bag, and I had to leave it at the airport. And then I remember seeing in your uh, Instagram story, um, like that 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 night, you you found that rod. I remember in the in the airport. Or wherever it was in the airport, right? Yeah, that's it was right. In the airport. And I yep. thought, man, dude, this is this is pretty nuts. Dude, there's literally a broken rod in the Orlando airport. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring it home as a souvenir because it was, you know, I just met these guys in the morning. I get on their boat. They're like, yeah, you, 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 those are your two rods back there. I'm like, cool, cool, you know. And um, yeah, I, I blew it up on a hook set in the grass in the in the toolies. The Toolies. Uh, BTC. 
Go catch them up in your tournament. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I have a feeling I know what you're calling about. Maybe. I don't know. Do you have some news? Have you heard news today? Because I've been talking about the news that I've heard today on here, but I, I will not. I won't put you on the spot. No, I don't have news. Okay, well, I've, I've heard some. I've heard some whisperings. Yes, has something been announced? No, nothing's been announced, but lots okay. of uh, lots of chatter today. So what you. is it, man? <laughs> Cody, <laughs> <laughs> what? What could it possibly be, Cody? <laughs> Cody, uh, uh, former FLW tour angler, Cody. <laughs> hey, I'm. I'm. Uh, you know what I'm doing right now? You're driving. I just left. I just left Ranger and I have eighteen hundred and seventy three miles to Jesus. my house. Oh. You know, Cody, the best thing to do on a long drive is get caught up on Ike Live and uh, low budget live. Hey, I'm planning on it. I, did, I had no idea this morning when I woke up, put my shorts on, that I was gonna be on low budget live this afternoon. The, uh, <laughs> a, a, a historic episode, to say the least, too, yeah, from like the to new low budget live bar and grill. We're calling it. Nice. That's what we're calling it. I like it. BTC, like what's it going to take to win tonight? What's the winning weight on the in the Jersey Beer League? Well, sometimes it's five for five pounds. Okay. Um, but if they're snapping, maybe maybe there's an 11, 12-pound bag. Oh, boy. So, okay. It's just, a, just six to nine. Yeah, these, it, yeah, it's like Japan over here. These fish are pummeled. They're pinkushing. <laughs> so, it's, uh, fishing's tough, but I don't know. I was I was gonna blast up and down the lake and, and drink some cold ones. What's uh who's the partner tonight, Eric? No, 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 there's Eric's uh Eric's heading up north tonight. Okay. Um so yeah, no, I got I got the Riz, my buddy. The Riz, okay. The Riz, yeah. Luke, you coming east coast soon? Maybe. Ho- hopefully. Trying to work okay. it out. Trying to work yeah. it out. That would be really cool. Yes. That would be really cool. Hopefully soon. We talked about it. Yes, I'm. I'm working on it for sure. Uh, I'll call you tomorrow. All right. I'll let you guys run. I got to get out. All right, BTC. Good luck. See See you, man. See you guys. Have fun, man. See you, buddy. See you, buddy. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian the Carpenter leaving us right there from Ike Live fame. And then Cody beeps in, and it's amazing. Cody, I wasn't even going to have a guest on this episode. I'm like, I'm. I'm having Cody on here. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so glad I called you, man. I was uh, I was just calling because I left old uh, Ranger Town. Yeah. Up saw, got the boat all spanked. He hooked it up, man. Got it all cleaned up. And I'm looking. I'm looking. You know what? You find out who your friends are on the drive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who answers? Yeah, that's your friends who answer the phone. So. Yes. <laughs> and and yeah, I, I have any news. I'm just calling to see what's happening. Man. I have I have friends that know I'm on long drives that don't answer because they know I'm not gonna be able to get off the phone with Luke for at least an hour. Because he's gonna yeah. knock an hour of the drive out. I think that's something that a lot of people that don't travel a ton, they don't realize how much we actually talk on the phone <laughs> when we're driving. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's so boring driving. Oh, it, it is. So so you left uh, Wisconsin. You left the Red Crest. Um, yes. Drove to Arkansas. Spank. I talked to Spank this morning. He said you were out there. I actually met Matt Slater with Ranger Boats in Nashville this morning with my Ranger taking it out there for me to have it refurbed. He had to bring David Walker's boat to yeah. back over here. That. So, yeah, so he got me uh, – 
he got me out there. I got to go go pick it up. But Matt should be rolling into Ranger anytime now uh, with mine to get the uh, the silver pearl as we called it this year refurbed. But so you you got your stuff refurbed. Now you're headed back. And what do you got going this fall? Dude, I am so fired up. So I'm uh, I'll be home sometime Saturday night, sleeping all day Sunday, and really nothing this fall. I have one major lake, two major lake fishing cups, one in September, one in October. Any Other clue on general areas of where those are? You can't even say that. I I don't know if I can say or not. We know where I know the states. They're I'll just say the states are in the south. Okay. And it's still gonna be hot, so I'm not fired up about that. But I got gotcha. you. It'll be, it'll be a good time and. And uh, other than that, let's see. I'll be changing some diapers, hopefully for not much longer. My boys uh, <laughs> need to be potty trained. Pumpkin patches is definitely a must. And yes. The topic right now is what are the Myers going to be wearing for Halloween? And yes, always a hot topic. I think we've settled on some. Okay. On, I'm going to be the Grinch. Okay. Yep. So <laughs> my wife's going to be, uh, I don't know her name. Cindy Lou Who? No, that's gonna be my daughter. Oh, <laughs> I was like, your wife, Cindy Lou. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, my son's gonna be the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like gosh. it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Always going all in for Halloween. You actually met your wife at a Halloween party, right? I did. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I think you told that story on low budget. I'm pretty sure I did. that you did. You told that on low budget. Life lessons. Life lessons. Life lessons so, I've been on a rant about things today and uh yes. not not over i don't feel like i'm overly negative and you know me i'm a fan of the sport but uh so first question i got is what in the hell is a thunderbolt you know it's a <laughs> uh, I, I i think it's like a from the marvels the comics is like it really thor uses what thor uses with his hammer is <laughs> I, I, I actually heard no joke through the grapevine that First of all, props to Major League Fishing for trying different things, okay? First of all, I don't want it to come off like a total beatdown because I, I like – it's a good old-fashioned ribbing when I'm giving them a hard time for saying Thunderbolt. But um, I heard that when they would speak about the planned Bass Pro Tour in secret conversations or in emails or whatnot, that Thunderbolt was the code word. Oh, no that's what I, I was I was told that by by somebody that supposedly knew and I felt like this person did know and they said that they actually they called it like Operation Thunderbolt when they would talk about it or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so nobody would get out that we're doing the Bass Pro Tour which is kind of funny yeah. and kind of cool that they're like you know what we're gonna go with the Thunderbolt ball baby yeah yeah it was uh I, yeah I, didn't, I don't know what how it got its name but I was this guy that so it was pretty cool they, you know it was a good dinner you know good food i sat next to the table with uh with a-, a-, a ron martins and he's like the man my hero heard uh some cool stories from him but anyways they had babysitters that would watch your kids and what yes yes they, some of the boat officials they they babysit too pretty crazy no and uh and uh, anyways, long story short, they said, hey, write your phone number down in case something happens. Well, I was the guy that got the call. Please come get your kids. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my Thunderbolt ball ended very, you know, it started an hour later. It was over. So, and within an uh, hour. It was like a good time. 
Oh, pretty uh, much uh, an hour. But hey, I did see pictures from people. Uh, I did too. You know, <laughs> dancing and. I heard KBD went crazy, shirt off, twirling in the air, saying North Carolina. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I did see. I yeah. do. I do have some pictures that I'm sitting on that have been sent to me of a couple guys that were overserved uh, and looked pretty miserable. That that are really funny, but I would never share of them for fear of them getting upset with me. But I saw some really good stuff after the Thunderbolt Ball. Nice. What yeah, was your uh, so that that does sound cool that they they made sure that hey if you guys want to have a good time without your kids that they took yeah. care of that what uh, so what what's your overall take from the year and I know you got two events left what was your take on your Bass Pro Tour experience coming from the FLW Tour what what was your take maybe what's your you know what was your sponsor's overall feel and then what was your take on the red crest because only 30 yeah. guys made it and you made it to the first one and that's pretty freaking cool yeah so you know overall take was was great i mean i love flw i fished the tour for 10 years have so many friends so many awesome memories i love everything about flw and you know major league fishing you know, when I when I signed on for this, it was like it was scary. I mean, a very it's hard to change in life, and it was a, a change. And you know, the first three events this year, I started off just really not catching them. I wasn't sure about major league fishing. Going, man, I don't know if I'm fit for this or what. And part of that, honestly, too, was probably you know a lot of these guys I grew up, I idolize these guys, and I'm thinking to myself, can I compete? You know, and it just a lot of it got in my head. And then after I kind of settled down, got the hang of it, said, all right, this is what I'm going to have to do to survive. I really enjoyed the second half of the season. It was it was really enjoyable. Now, I like the format, but I will say it is extremely intense. Oh, I bet. Stressful. <laughs> Very stressful. But, you know, now that we all kind of have this year under our belt, uh, it's uh, it, it was really good, and I think we're all going to be better off, you know, because there's no kind of know what's coming. You know, Jake Wheeler is going to catch four hundred thousand fish <laughs> in three minutes, and Edwin, and, yeah, and Edwin's just going to pound you in the ground and laugh about it. And uh, so I am excited. I'm I'm really excited. And then going to the Red Crest, you know, it was uh, it was really just like every Forestwood Cup I fish. You know, I was I was nervous about it. I was excited. You know, the opportunity to win that kind of money was crazy but i just i never caught him there so it was uh it was over really really quick but it was it was definitely exciting uh, and i feel like for year one you know that that's the thing you hear a lot of stuff that's right that. yeah i've talked about that on here you you i hear negative and about the crowds and that kind of thing but this is this is year one this is year one. Yes. So you have to be fair, and you have to be fair about the venue. I said that too. Lacrosse, Wisconsin, is not Birmingham, Alabama, or Knoxville, Tennessee. Exactly. It's not. It's, it's really, it's really not. In terms of bass fishing, it's an amazing town. There's a lot of fishermen up there, but it is not. It's not Birmingham. No, it's not the heart of bass fishing. No, and, and I mean, you notice that when you're out there, most most people are in a walleye boat. That's you know, right. So they don't. They don't really know bass fishing, but I really am impressed. I mean, I don't know how long ago this Operation Thunderbolt League was. Uh, <laughs> That's right. We're, That's what we're calling it now. Together, but, you know, really, like eight months ago, 
I was planning on fishing that fall. That's right. All of a sudden, this, this thing changed. Or not eight months, but about 10 months ago. So for year one, they did an amazing job. And, you know, you just expect, you know, that with the people they have in place and the guys that it's really going to start taking off. But uh, I'm really excited. I was excited to be there and to make that first 30. You know, that was really cool. I mean, no matter what happens, I can say, hey, I was there. That's right. And, uh and it was awesome, you know, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the future, you know, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the sport. Like, you hear all, all kinds of people, I'm all in on bass, I'm all in on yeah, fishing, yeah. I want everything to be good. I want everything to... to well, you're like me, you got, I mean, I, you know, you and I are great friends. You're over there. I got a ton of other friends over there. I got a ton of friends at Bass and, of course, my FLW folks, and I'm just like, dude, I want everybody to have a good life, do what they want to do and be able to fish Yes, and feed their Absolutely. families. Like I don't want MLF, anything negative I've ever said in any way. I don't want it to fail. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, obviously I'm like, you know, TH Marine's a sponsor. You know what I mean? Like I want anything I'm saying or get said by a fan, I want it to be constructive and I want them to change it. You know what I mean? Yes. Make it better um, whatever those negative points are to people. And, and if you poll 10 people, you'll get 10 different answers of whether they like it, whether they don't, and what they like or hate about MLF. And Exactly. And what's strange to me is, and my dad's this way. Big shout out to Marty. I've already brought him up once in this. But, but my dad DVR'd every major league fishing that came on the Outdoor Channel. Every one of them. Yep. Loved it. Yep. And... He hated the Bass Pro Tour. And it, and it was like, he says to me, I can't get into it as far as a regular tournament. He said the Major League yeah. Fishing shows were just that. They were a TV show, even though they were a tournament. He said, yeah. kept me on the edge of my seat. I loved it. I love watching the guys' personalities come out. But in a regular four or five-day tournament, he said, I just didn't like it. He said, I couldn't get into yeah. it. Now, I, you know, I've heard a lot of people say that. Um, I think they'll make some changes to try to merge those crowds. I feel like there'll be yeah. some things that happen. Um, I don't know exactly. I don't know what the answer is for that. But I, I talked about something earlier that is very important to think about in all of this. And and people at Major League Fishing might not want to hear it. People at FLW might not want to hear it. But Bassmaster is a household name. Mm-hmm. It's a brand. You know what I mean? And, and I, like I said earlier, in America, we are very brand loyal and we are very brand conscious. They've had good crowds everywhere they've been this year, whether Kevin Van Dam's been there or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because these people are used yeah. to these Bassmaster tournaments coming to town and they know what to expect and they know what it is. So you give Major League Fishing a couple more years to become the household name, you're going you're gonna to see it turn. It's not going to fail. Yes. It's not going to fail. There are too many brilliant people hard-working people, um, too many great anglers, too many great personalities. It's not, it's not going to fail. Um, I think that some of the negativity you've heard about it, you know, and, I, and I, I, I had just a couple things that I wasn't crazy about, but for the most part, I think they survived. I think Bass survived this year, um, too. You know, uh, they constantly take shots at each other. That kind of wears me out a little bit, you know. <laughs> Bass is just as bad as MLA. You know, Bass is like, um, I'm watching their live coverage, and Davey Height would be like, 
man, these big fish, and it's so good that these guys don't know what the other guys are catching because that adds to the drama, you know, and then MLF's like, man, he knows what Cody Myers got right now, so he's super stressed out, you know, and it's like, Jesus Christ, like, it's, it's nonstop, and it's like, thank God we have these weigh-ins, and MLF's like, we release these bass immediately, you know, it's just, it's, it's nonstop so bickering, it's, and I thought, you know, halfway through the year it would calm down, no, I think it got worse, and maybe it got worse on the bass side of things than it did MLF, but it definitely, it's just, I'm like, guys, just talk about what you do because last year you didn't talk like this. No, you know what I mean? Like they didn't, they didn't talk like that. They didn't talk like that. And think about this. Every single guy on any of these tours, they're doing this. Why? Because they love it. Exactly. They start off because they love Catching it. Bass. Catching a bass. Yeah. Catching a bass. Catching bass is what every angler in FLW, Major League Fishing, Bassmaster, that was your dream. To go catch bass for a living. And so now I, I, I know we hear all this. And, you know, MLF, like I say, we've talked about a lot of this stuff. We're constantly having angler meetings, talks, and, and, and we have an advisor that we'll, we'll talk with, uh, you know, on a regular basis. And they're like, you guys, let's, let's hear it. What's, what's wrong? What's your opinion? What can we change to make that's better? huge. That's you know, huge. They told us, they said, to start this thing off. We know we're not going to be perfect. There's going to be bumps in the road uh, because it's year one and we've never done this. So I do feel like, you know, the right changes will be made. And, and a lot of those, you know, those things that people are asking about are eventually over time going to, you know, going to come out and you're going to be excited about, you know, maybe we do something where you don't know who wins and you have to watch or we're going to see what happens. I don't know, but yeah. I think just right now, as a whole, like the whole sport, I think there's so many fishermen that are wanting to fish, and uh, and I, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the future with with everything, just bass fishing in general. Yeah, and I, you know, I talked, I touched on that earlier. I think we're also though, not to be a negative towards the sport of professional bass fishing in the least, but I do feel like we're seeing this shift where these YouTube anglers and social media guys they're making a, as big of an impact as a lot of pros are. In the yes, sport, and 100%. it's and it's a huge shift we're seeing that I ignored forever. I know a lot of pro, other pros that ignored it. Tournament organizations have ignored it, but it's to the point now you can't ignore it. <laughs> like you've got to, you're like, dang man, they're selling a lot of product. They're 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 promoting the sport. Um, is it different than how we've always promoted it? Yep. Is that wrong? Nope. <laughs> you know, whatever helps grow uh, grow things. That's um, that's all we can ask, man, for sure. But hey, yeah. YouTube is the thing. I mean, when I started bass fishing, you're the same way. There wasn't even the internet. No, <laughs> not at all. And now you have these guys that are crazy, like Gary, and putting hooks in his. Oh mouth. yeah, exactly. For some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I mean, just absolutely ins- insanity on there. But at the same time, you know, Darian is because he's not as big of a tournament fisherman anymore, he's given out a lot of stuff that I wish he'd shut up about. <laughs> but, you know, that he's yeah. showing stuff on Gunnersville as far as, like, techniques. Like, hey, here's how you ledge fish. Here's how you graph for bass. Here's how you find these schools of fish we talk about. And, dude, he's – that's growing the sport. That's helping people yeah. enjoy it more. You do the same. You're showing them how to drop shot. You're showing them how to use their Garmin Pan Optics. Shout out to Garmin. You see how I did that right there, right? 
You noticed that. that. You feel that? Okay. Helping us both out. Shout out to Amanda Garman. Hope you're listening, Amanda. Hey, Amanda. I love you. Hey, Amanda. Love you. Miss you. Uh, But but truly, you know, pros have done that for years, but now the way YouTube works is you, you know, you don't have to wait on that tournament to come out. You know, the the television show to see the things. And the way social media works, yours and mine and everybody else, I can post a video a day if I want to with all the tips. So people don't have to watch the tournaments as much, you know, to get those, quote, nuggets that they used to get. So there's a big change going on, man. And and, um, it's going to be interesting to see how how this all plays out. And I know you've heard the rumors that I've heard, and I'm not going to go into that again. I've already talked about it, and I won't make you talk about it because I can talk about it and not get in trouble, but you don't need to talk about it. Um, <laughs> there, are, uh, there, are, there are lots of things going on. It's going to be interesting to see if the sport can sustain three organizations. It's three trails. You know, like I know, you're, you know your sponsor's like a, a Daiwa or, you know, for me, an Eagle Claw, a Rod and Reel sponsor, an endemic in the industry sponsor, they can't sponsor guys on all three, no. you know, to, to, no. uh, effectively they can't. And the industry is too small. We think of this bass fishing world as being huge, but in the grand scheme of things, it, it's, it's small. So uh, compared to other industries and things. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out in the next two, three, four, five years, 10 years down the road to see where we're at. You know, um, I don't see MLF going away and, and, and bass is, hanging in there you know they've they have survived this haymaker from the outside looking in right i don't know financially how their business works i talked about earlier i know from an inside track that it's a sponsor um it's a sponsor renegotiation here for several of their major sponsors and that's how you make your money when you're a tournament organization like that so We'll see, you know, do the sponsors go MLF? Do they stay with Bass? Do they split the money they used to split, give solely to Bass with MLF and, you know, and FLW? Like, it's it's going to be really, really interesting to see how this all plays out, man. And uh, all I know is, is from a friend standpoint and a fan of the sport, I am I was so pumped that you turned your year around, that you had a great year, that you showed those guys what was up and that, uh, you know, that that you hung in there, made the championship, and dude, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm proud to know you, and um, I appreciate you calling Low Budget Live and not knowing you were Thank calling you, Low Budget Live. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I appreciate all that, man. No, it's uh, I'm glad to be on here too. But it's you're right. I mean, you just nailed it with all that stuff. There's so many things we don't know about, and. I mean, we keep hearing all these rumors. We don't know if they're true, but I'm excited just to, to hear them, just like you, just to kind of know. And I'd like to say, at the end of the day, we just want to go fish. And That's right. And, yeah. And do it, man. Yeah, and, I just want to go fishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do a podcast. So, uh, I want to run. I want to go yeah. fishing. I want to run my mouth about it. How? Uh, what's old? Uh, what's old Corey up to? Man? Big C. Big C yeah. is uh, so Big C has been calling on a lot of boat builders for TH Marine, and he is uh, he's been on the road the last three weeks straight. He did a stint in Texas, he did two weeks in Florida, and right now I talked to him this afternoon. He is in Panama City Beach, Florida, fixing to go saltwater fishing for Labor Day weekend. So, yeah, that's what I say. He's he's uh, man, he works hard, but I don't know, man. He uh, he and I are actually going to try to get together next week. We're we're uh, in on a new deer lease together. Uh, up here in my neck of the woods, so probably get to see him next week. But uh, 
Big C. Big shout out to Big C, Big Corey. Now he he'll probably will you be uh at the Ranger Dealer um the product knowledge tour? Advantage you know, tour I, in December I this year? I don't know for sure. Oh if it, yeah, last year is September, right? Yeah, it's December this year. So I'm probably gonna be there for sure. I just you know, wanna wanna see Big Spank again. Of course. Dog, you can't you can't uh see Big the diesel spanky d enough in life especially if there's a threat that he might break out the traeger oh my gosh i heard he killed it at redcrest he killed it so my dad he uh he flew in from idaho he lives in boise and he wanted to come out there you know watch a redcrest and uh so he was there and i said dad we gotta we have to go to dinner one night spank's gonna you know make whatever i don't know what he's making but he's got his traeger got a bunch of people over there and my dad took like two bites and goes Oh my God! Do you own a food truck? I said, oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Here we go. But no, I mean, my dad has been on this earth for sixty-five years, and said that is some of the best barbecue he's ever had in his entire life. I would agree with that. So, yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. Up. It's incredible. He is incredible. He didn't even invite. I was over at Ranger last night. And and he invited me to his house. It's family time. I don't know what's wrong with that guy right now. But, yeah. But uh, he yeah. is, I think he is arguably one of the best human beings I've ever met in my entire life. He is. He's great. He's he's amazing, he dude. He's amazing. He's great. Cody coming into the studio right now, coming up the steps slowly but surely. And she's about to be on camera. She's going to be mad. She just ran. The triple threat, my life. Marissa, she just ran around the corner. She didn't realize I was filming and and doing low budget. Uh, I was trying to get her to. I text, sent her a text and said, "Hey, I'm I'm doing LBL at the LBL Bar and Grill, and uh, I need you to I need you to come out and do the podcast with me." But she uh, just ran around the corner carrying hey, some stuff. The LBL Bar and Grill. Yeah, dude, I'll send you pictures when we get off the phone. So I had this uh, this room above my above my shop. Uh, it was one of the main reasons we bought this place. The shop was awesome. Um, just the main reason I wanted the place. I don't know if it's the main reason Marissa wanted it, but uh, but we turned it into a uh, one bedroom apartment on one side, and my office slash I got a bar and a couch, and I'll send you pictures. So next time you're in my neck of the woods, anywhere close, I got a a place for you to sleep, and b a place for us to do a podcast. Um, and it's it's really cool. I'm really proud of it. Just just uh, got the uh, okay to mo- start moving stuff in last Friday. So this is the first podcast from up here. Nice. And I'm pumped. I'm making dude. history right now. You are making it. I told you it's a historical day. It's a very uh, historical day, man. It's very historical. Hey, hey, you should see. Big shout out to Ranger here for during this refurb last week and. Wisconsin, I put this boat on several sandbars, and uh, my lower unit was the color of a, a, you know, it was cream, it was just, it was sandblasted, <laughs> and I come out there today, and they sanded this sucker down, repainted it, it looks like I have a brand new lower No unit. way! So, dude, I'm serious, man, and David Walker's, I saw his boat leaving, same thing, so just remind Spank that, uh, I don't know if you hit anything this year. But. Oh, I've hit plenty, and I got rear-ended in my lower unit, and it broke a chunk off, but I don't think they'll do anything about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about a chunk. But, yeah, it took a ch- little chunk uh, out of the uh, out of the skeg there, but 
uh, got rear-ended by an uninsured 16-year-old driver in Huntsville, Alabama, right in the old lower unit. That was awesome back in May. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was hey, awesome. I had that happen uh, in Georgia one time, going to Jason Johnson's house. Somebody hit me. And we JJ. Took off, man. Took off. Oh, unbelievable. Call, took off. Couldn't catch him. And uh, I had a dolphin tail in my lower unit for like half the year. Man. Oh, yeah. Still yeah. That's, uh, that's what I'm going to be rocking when I sell my boat, probably a skeg guard <laughs> on there. I mean, it runs, you know, it runs fine, but, uh, yeah, mine's going out there, do a little refurb. They do a crazy good job when they, they clean them up. And, and uh, so if you're in the market, if you're watching LBO and you're in the market and you're on the West Coast and you'd like a boat, Cody's got one for sale, I'm sure. I've got one for sale over here in the Southeast. And uh, they're bargains, man. They're bargains. They are bargains. Uh, change they, your life forever in a positive way. Yeah, well, I mean, compared to going and buying a brand new one for 85, 90 grand, uh, you can get a year old Ranger and, and save you several thousand dollars. So with all it loaded out way more than you would probably load one if you were getting it from a dealership yourself. Um, well, you couldn't you couldn't build it like that because you'd uh, you needed oxygen mask when you started adding on. The yes, sales, there's right? no doubt about that. That's what I try to tell people. So, well, dude, I am uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to call you tomorrow. Sounds good. So I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm going, I think I'm going to Gunnersville tomorrow and uh, I'll give you a shout while I'm driving and, uh, and we'll catch up even more. Yeah, sounds good. I need, I need to hear about these secret baits, man, what they're doing. Oh, so, dude. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah, the secret baits have been, uh, whew. yeah, it's been pretty good the last two weeks. You, you knew about one trip. I've had a couple more since then that have been, uh, <laughs> been amazing. Nice. Been a lot of fun, dude. All right, dude. Good talking to you. Thank you, Cody. LBL loves Cody Meyer. This is you, you've been on here as much as anybody ever has. I like it. All right, buddy. Be safe today. All right, bro. All right. See you, see you, dude. Cody Meyer. That was a surprise phone call right there on Low Budget Live, just like we surprised the triple threat when she came up the stairs into the Low Budget Live bar and grill, and she saw the camera and immediately uh, ran away and gave me a dirty look. She's in the next room. Triple Threat, say hey. hey. Triple Threat says hey. All right. I'm exhausted. This has been a really, I went on a hell of a rant in the beginning, and, and, uh, and then Brian the Carpenter called, and then Cody Meyer called, and, and then it was, just, it was just good. That was unplanned. That was unplanned. That was really cool. Um, thank you for following along with everything I do. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. I have some, uh, things to, uh, to talk about and announce on there later this year, some exciting things for next year. I can't talk about yet. Very exciting things. Make sure you're subscribed. If you listen to this podcast at all, Luke Duncan's traveling circus, make sure you're, um, you know, telling your friends, telling your neighbors about this. I enjoy doing this. We are going to get more frequent now that I have the LBL Bar and Grill Studios. Going to try to pop out one a week. Going to be home a lot this fall. A whole bunch. And uh, I just really appreciate it. I appreciate everybody. And I appreciate the triple threat, even though she's in the other room. Um, but thank y'all for listening. Thank you for being cool. If you want to find out more about... Um, the song you're fixing to hear go check out luke duncan's album 64 go check it out thank y'all for listening take care everybody no 
house could be a home When it's filled up or gone I'm staring up the road Looking back out alone Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it, a life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby, 6-8 Western. Oh, a mule there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.